Good evening, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Listen to These Nerds with Mythos Units. My name is Chris, and I'm going to be the Game Master for this night. And we've got four players with us, starting on my left, working our way around the table. Uh, hello, I'm Harry. I'll be playing Franklin Blackmore. Hey, I'm Joe. I'll be playing Quincy Adams. Hey, I'm Jonathan. I'm going to be playing Chip Adams. I am Yvette, and I will be playing Velestra. Mm-hmm. All right, so, to pick up where we last left off... The police officers of the Mythos unit were able to speak with Iris, who came by to essentially talk about an alliance between uh, several of the agents of Myth Town, as well as the police department and Mythos unit in Scotland Yard. And as part of this arrangement, she had, well, basically an individual join the Mythos unit as its first ever Myth member. The mysterious person Thalestra, who is of ambiguous, well, I was going to say personality and motives, but really just about <laughs> everything, come to think of it. <laughs> so with that, uh, it is now basically a little bit of time has passed, and it is Friday, uh, early in the morning, and this is the first shift that Thalestra is scheduled to come in and work with you guys. So... Yeah, you guys are at the precinct, and she still hasn't shown up yet, but... I've just shown up, which is late. Mm, okay. So I'm going over to my desk, and I'm sitting down. All right. Morning, uh, Quincy. Morning. Nice to see everyone. Are we missing anyone? Uh, James Hightower's come out. At the moment, we are only missing Palestra, but she will be with us shortly. We... Mm, we offered to put up a residence for her uh, here at the precinct, and we also gave her the option of maybe having an apartment downtown. Thalestra, uh, where would you want to stay in terms of a living arrangement in regards to Scotland Yard? Which one is more similar to a cave? Uh, I think you're probably... The tunnels beneath Scotland Yard. Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> If, if someone was running away from me, say I were hunting, <laughs> which would be say I let a prisoner loose somewhere, where would they end up? Well, where might end up wanting to have fun? <laughs> Let's say you sent down one of your interns. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, well, she hasn't come up just yet. I'm still not sure what it is she does down there, but she should be up momentarily. Any luck? She's living where? Uh. Well, you know that the dwarves have been mining out more tunnels and more spaces beneath Scotland Yard for the sake of creating space to keep all of our prisoners and such. Right. Well, uh, we essentially had them mine out a enough space for an apartment, you might say. And that's where the Lester's currently staying. Hmm. Well, we've seen weirder things. Hmm. And at the moment, well, we're going to have a briefing to speak with her and just sure that she's on board with everything and that we can bring her up to speed on a few things. So, Thalestra, when do you decide to come to the precinct? Well, uh, has anyone told me about the earth practices of <laughs> when work starts? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, they did tell you, um, You got a booklet, it was said, like, you know, like, new hire package? Um, I would not have read that. Mm. They gave you, like, a handbook on employee policy and, you know, work, rules of the workplace and stuff like that. But nobody said, 
See you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Um, Hightower checked in with you the day before and said that they'll be starting at 9 a.m. Okay. Do I have an alarm clock in my cave? Uh, well, um, he also asked if you needed anything uh, in regards to your living arrangements. Did you ask for anything specific? Or what did what she Go. know? Okay. And I see. Uh... <laughs> so he will, yeah, he arranged for a live goat to be brought down one per day. Wow, that's expensive. Well. Okay, you don't have to say one per day. You could say, like, one per week. Okay, okay, Something one like per, that. so, yeah. It's coming out of the took goat off Grinner's, uh, off the Grinner's menu. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my goat? <laughs> um, okay, so, Thalestra, would you describe your living arrangements? Like, how have you outfitted the place that you're staying? Well, it's a cave, mm-hmm. and then there's like tunnels. Okay. And uh, there's no light. Mm-hmm. Um, it smells like damp earth and stone. Okay. And uh, you can probably maybe feel some vibrations from the subway going past. Mm. Uh, probably smells like goat at this point. <laughs> okay. Uh, or what remains of the goat? There may be sounds of dripping water. Uh, I haven't been down there too long, so there's no bones crunching underfoot. Mm. Um, so, basically, it's not a fun place for people to go down there. Okay. Imagine, imagine, if you uh, will, a murder pit. Kind of. <laughs> okay, yeah. have you put so, any webs up? Yes, there's also quite a few webs. Alright, so, so, you hear... Mm-hmm. Um, there's no alarm clock, though, so no, I, don't, no. I don't know how I so will. No, when the dwarves start working. Well, you're still dozing, and you just hear... <laughs> Hello? Oh. Miss the Miss the Les the Lestra? Um, whoever it is sees some glowing red eyes. Okay, so <laughs> you see a very terrified looking young man who seems to be dressed in the clothes of an intern. So, You're not a goat. <laughs> no, oh, uh, uh, I was told to come down here and see if you were available for, for work today. It's nine fifteen. Ah, yes, I emerged from the shadow. <laughs> Nine fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> no method of timekeeping. Holds up his shaking wrist and it says, it, "There's a watch on it." I say, "There, there," and I wipe away his tears and then I lick them. <laughs> I think you're in your human disguise right now. In my human disguise. Of course, yes. Yeah. And then I, I brush past him, <laughs> saying something like "delicious," <laughs> but it's hard to tell. Okay, so uh, you head upstairs and. The workplace immediately quiets down as soon as you enter onto the floor. Like, a few people are looking up from their work and just watching you as you walk past them. And so... I say, greetings, humans. And then I will keep going. <laughs> morning, morning. I wave as I'm tending to my plant. Okay, so... I, I do the customary, like, head nod in your direction. Velestra, good morning. Uh, will you be requiring a clock from now on to tell the time? He says that because you're late. But don't worry. You may continue to send that young man. I see. Uh, I shall have him... wake me from my slumber. <laughs> I shall have him arrive at 8.30 every morning. Or 8 o'clock, if you wish. Time is irrelevant to me. Time is a social construct. <laughs> Time is a flat circle. <laughs> 8.30, he makes a note. Now then. <clears throat> um, 
I believe, have you met your other teammates? Have I? I think we were introduced. Yes, we were introduced when uh, Iris showed up. I walk over, I'm watering can in hand, and I reach out for your hand. I take your hand, shake it. My hand in real life is sweaty, so I'm not really. Okay. (laughs) Blackmore will also, like, you know, put a hand, shake it. Yes, I'll shake it as well. Chip will give you a sharp nod. What's a wait? What's a sharp nod? Oh, <laughs> like a jerk, like a head jerk, like you were like just listening uh, to headbanging. Curt acknowledgement. <laughs> yes. Interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, um, in regards to the work we do, uh, simply put, we investigate cases that mysteries that need to be solved, and we try to find who's responsible, and if possible, or if the situation warrants it. We uh, apprehend them so that they may be tried by the law. I understand we are hunting a murderer. Yes. Uh, We have a number of notes here. He hands you a folder. Uh, The information here is to be shared only amongst members of the Mythos unit. Can she read? I cannot read. I wave my hand over these papers. And I say, what are these? The documents relating to the case. I look at them, and I look at you. <laughs> uh, I, I, kind of I, I, I poke them with one finger. <laughs> I, I, apolog- I don't mean to be disrespectful in any way. Are, are you literate? Can you read? <laughs> wow, that's really rude, boss. <laughs> I, I have no need of such things. I see. Well, uh, we shall do this verbally, then. And so he'll fill you in on everything that's been going on with the case. Great. <clears throat> And so, uh, how is she supposed to fill out reports? Uh, well, as you know, we are hiring somebody to do all, take care of the paperwork for you. Uh, as that was one of the requests that you made in regards to spending the budget that you were allocated. Oh, I remember, I remember asking for that. Uh, I look back to my desk to the pile of paperwork. So, Jesus Quincy, have you actually done any of that? Uh, you know, here or there. She will be taking care of Lester's paperwork as well. Uh, she should be arriving later today, I believe. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, with that in mind, I believe you all have the rest of the day to yourselves to investigate uh, what you feel needs, uh, you know, some work. After all, we do have a murderer on the loose. Yeah. Right. Felistra, how well do you know the um, working human neighborhoods? Just a working human neighborhood. I'll take that as a note. Um, <laughs> as as a hu- as a fellow human myself, as yeah. a character, what is a working human neighborhood? He's implying like non-myth areas of town. So you just mean London, the city? Yes. You should, if you said, "How well do you know London?" Well, you city, might know Myth Town fairly. I well. would understand, but when you say "working human neighborhood," I don't know what that means. Place of people standing <laughs> where they do things. So. Do you rephrase that or no? <laughs> Fine, I'll rephrase it. How well do you know London as a whole? I'm acquainted with its ways. How much of those are ways outside of Myth Town? Okay, so what specifically do you want to know? I just want to like, know... do I know how to use the subway? Well, do mostly, but also just like, okay, you, do you know, like, you know, police things about the neighborhoods? You know, things that Blackmore knows about no, neighborhoods? No, no, no. I'm not... All right. Not a cop. <laughs> right. I'm not fucking pig, man. Black, uh, Hightower, with your permission, uh, yes. considering that I'm the only local member of the unit, uh, I'd like to take Lester around on sort of a beat walk, just to get her acquainted with the local flavor, as well. Go ahead. 
right. <laughs> Local flavor. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, I basically at, like I said like all right, Thalester, I'm just going to give you sort of a, a tour and mostly fill you in on information that any constable in Scotland Yard should know about the neighborhood. If you follow me. All right. Very well. <clears throat> So, the two of you uh, spend some time wandering around London, seeing, well, you basically show her the sights, it fill her in on all kinds of things that, you know, would go on in a normal human lifestyle, and, you know, uh, you, I imagine, would you ask any questions, or would you make conversation at all, or how would that go? Um, I would ask you some very personal questions about your life, and it would probably make you uncomfortable. <laughs> what I mean? Why? Why are we missing out on this? Yes. Why? Let's roleplay this. So yeah, like, so I'm basically so like I'm in the middle of a spiel, basically saying like, oh, these are like you know known gang territories, <laughs> that sort of stuff. Any questions? Why have you not caught this killer? <laughs> this is not. This is not one of those personal questions. But I'm yeah. curious about this. Why? Why are you so ineffective? It's not for lack of trying. This one has been particularly elusive and very careful in covering their tracks. There's only so much that we can do in terms of finding the correct person. We can't just start arresting people willy-nilly and having them without trial. There were a lot of very important documents that were written several hundred years ago to prevent that sort of thing. Hmm. And what will you do with this murderer once you apprehend him? Well... And you can kind of tell that, like, Blackmore had a knee-jerk answer and has kind of, like, stopped himself. We'd try him in accordance with the laws of England. And should he be found guilty by a jury of his peers or by a judiciary, he will be sentenced in turn. I'd imagine for the amount of crimes that he's committed, it would carry a lengthy, multiple-life term sentence. He'd never see Walk as a free man again. Or Wait, a person. Is capital punishment still a thing in... Not in England. Okay. Now, can I roll empathy to see if that's how you really Sure, go right ahead. Roll two ten-sided dice. I'll do it. And so, what is the... What do I do with it? Uh, empathy. So, take the total number and Ooh. add it to whatever you roll. Take the total number eight? eight. Yes. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. I guess I roll an opposed lie check, right? Bluff. Bluff. Do I even have it? I do. Oh, it's seven. Nice. Uh, six plus seven is also thirteen. I said fifteen. Oh, fifteen. All right. <laughs> so yes, you get the distinct feeling that Blackmore says like is giving you the proper answer, but that is not yeah. the answer he yeah. wants to give. We could always kill him. Thalestra, <laughs> you are an officer of the law, and I don't know how things are handled in Midtown, but that sort of punishment has been an outlaw in England for several years now. Oh, speaking of the fact that Thalester is an officer of the law, you have also been Ooh, given... Ooh, you have a badge. Yes. You have been given uh, yeah, a badge denoting your rank uh, in Scotland Yard as a member of the Mythos event. Yes. Very well. Should you change your mind, I'm sure we could think of something to do with it. Out of curiosity, how much has Iris told you about us? She obviously has opinions about each of us. The police? Well, police, mythos unit as a whole, really. Has Iris told me anything about? Um, yeah, she told. Yeah, she's told you a bit about Franklin Blackmore. That he is one of the more interesting members, given that he was the one to speak with her personally. Um, 
He, out of anybody else, seems to be the most communicative in regards to better relations between myths and humans. Okay, but, but there is also a great amount of pain in him. So she hasn't said... She uh, has not given her the wife Yeah, to she's him. not like, ah, this is like, they're, they're terrible, I hate them, they suck. Mm. It's just like, they're officers of the law working on things. Yes. yes. Um, she's also told you of... Well, yeah, Jack Houston, who is not really a mem- member that you need to watch out for because he's now in Mythtown, but she would have said to keep an eye on him uh, as um, he seems to have good intentions, but at the same time, she can't really trust him knowing any ulterior motives of the flesh he might have. I have heard of the one called Jack. I figured you might have. Pyrus seemed to have many opinions about him, not all of them good. Yes. She also told you about a strange little old man that really wanted to shake hands. Hmm. And I suppose your that would be uh, Quincy, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Beyond that, she has not confided in me. Hmm. Well, well, good to know that we're at least on good terms with her, for a certain manner of, you know, that. Somewhere far away, Quincy sneezes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um... Alright, so, as the day goes on, um, I'm going to say that another, well, a small event comes up that will need attending to by the police. Essentially, what's going on is, uh, by the London River, there's actually a protest that is taking place, but the protest is being done entirely by myths. Specifically, there are a group of mermen and mermaids who are have essentially made themselves waterproof signs, and they're protesting outside of a chemical plant where they believe the chemical plant has been dumping chemicals into the river. <laughs> so basically, they will need somebody to supervise and make sure that nothing goes out of control. I'll do it. Wait, so which river are they in? Uh, basically, the... The you River know, Thames? <laughs> Isn't the River Thames horribly polluted yeah. already? Yes. Yeah. River yeah. Thames is already bad. Well, um, yeah, that's the one that runs directly through London, right? Yes. 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 Yeah, that's the one. So basically, they're we're, they're actually wearing protective gear. They've swum up from, essentially, you know, the coast. and I, they're prote- I, From an area which would be affected by the runoff of the River, river Thames. Yes. Non-specific. Because mm-hmm. we are not, I mean, we are experts. So. But yes, they're wearing <laughs> full clothing, and they are... Or, yeah, like, normally they'd be nude, of course, but they are wearing, like, the full-on coverings and stuff, allowing only their gills to... Yeah. So, so essentially what you're saying is that so, like, the, the polluting these people are doing is so bad that it's actually making the quality of the river temp worse. Yeah. Which is a not... Which is like, whoa! Hey, that's real <laughs> bad! <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That may be a trash fire, but let's not turn it into a trash fire. It's our trash fire at the level of quality we expect. Yes. And because police go to protests and stuff just to supervise and stuff, because they're myths, huh, they need a member of the mythos unit. Yes. <laughs> right, right, nothing to say here. Move along, move along. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So who's been assigned to do this? Quincy? Anybody who wants to. Uh, I'll go. Okay, so that's what you'll be doing for today, then. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I, I'm not really in the mood to... Oh, I have to deal with enough at work. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel like I'm... Bullets solve all problems. Yeah. <laughs> Begin shooting death. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> oh, lost my keys. <laughs> so, uh, hey, excuse me, uh, Chip, I need these hole punched. Could you help me out with this? Bam! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Alright, so, um, alright, so that's what you take care of. Uh, Chip and Franklin and Thalestra, come to think of it. The yeah. three of you, uh, basically, what are you going to be doing with the day, aside from being shown around London and seeing the sights and such? Well, uh, uh, after our little tour, I do take Thalestra to a kebab, a traditional, air quotes, English kebab shop for lunch. Okay. Truly a people's meal. Alright, and what are you going to be doing in regards to work? Walking a beat? Uh, making sure that everything's good? I'm going to check in with the hospital again and see if Forrest has come to. Okay. Uh, Foster. Yeah, Foster. Alright, so you head to the hospital, and uh, Foster is still unconscious from the looks of things. <laughs> and I don't, like, walk over there. I just call the hospital and basically yeah. say, like, alright, uh, look... The minute that he becomes conscious again, even if he's only able to communicate by blinking, you let Scotland Yard know, yeah? Absolutely, sir. Also, uh, I should let you know that we did have a visitor to the hospital a short while ago saying that they were from the Myth Town Council. Um, and they said to inform you that as part of the agreement with the Mythos unit, they were able to send essentially someone with healing magic in, and they were able to fix Miss Tara Dubois. Oh! Well, that's wonderful! Mm -hmm. Um, so, Yvette, out of curiosity, in yes. regards to Tara, yes. um, as you're no longer playing her as a character, what would you like to do with her? Um, she uh, would have been given the offer to potentially work for the Myth Town Council, uh, she's going to return to the life of academia, write a tell-all, uh, become pot widely published, um, acclaimed, tenure, all that yeah. stuff. <laughs> Everything, yes. Okay. So they're handing out the Nobel Peace Prize as we speak. Yes. Mm. All right. Well, like, preemptively. And the yeah, preemptively, because they know she's going to do something, which isn't anything yet. They're just like, here, just, I mean. How did you know I'm getting this? Oh, we hired uh, a person from MythTown that can see the future. <laughs> all right. So, yes, um, I believe if, she, um, yes, I believe that was the situation. Uh, she left soon after being healed. Oh, well, it's a shame. Would have loved to see her off, but, well, I suppose having a van thrown at you might do that to a person. Anyway, if you have anything else, you know, uh, please contact Scotland Yard when Foster begins, uh, rousing. Absolutely, of course. All right, so I hang up. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I'll... Oh, uh, is Thalestra still following me around, or has she decided to go off on her own thing? Um, well, I'll probably be... I'll, I'll follow you around for now. Alright. Let's just say. So, yeah, we're going to walk the beat. Okay. So, uh, the two of you make your way through the streets of London, and as you might imagine, Thalestra, it is very different from anything you've experienced as a myth yourself, but... Yes, altogether, you are given a very interesting idea of what the lifestyle of a human may hold. And eventually... Blood uh, blood. Yes. Well... I beg pardon. Inside the humans, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, a whole bunch of fleshy meat sacks walking around like meals still in their packaging. Anyhow, uh, that's that. I think we're just going to wait for a sec. I got to check to see what Chip is doing. Uh, while we're doing that, what is out of question? Question: What is yeah. the what does eerie mean? What is that you? That is for? your sixth sense to sense things like mana or spells being cast or other like myths using their abilities nearby. Okay. Weird shit. Yep, I your see. weird shit detector. And what is this? Uh, oh, that is meant to say knowledge myth, but for ah. some reason it came out as a typo. Okay, cool. so that's your knowledge of knowledge things mythological. Nice. <laughs> knowledge mist. 
Wait, I thought I knew this. Shit! <laughs> so, the protest, there are maybe 40 or so mermen and mermaids, but they are also wearing, uh, basically, like, yeah, protect. it's almost like protective rain gear, like somebody, they bought... It's as though they have asked somebody to purchase a bunch of, like, protective rain gear for them, and they're wearing it, like, over any... Yeah, so yeah. they're wearing protective gear. Yeah, exactly. Okay, um, I have a question. Is, yes. Is the chemical dumping this company doing legal? Uh, yes. Technically. Okay, In... Okay, um... I mean, I... Okay, if that's the case, then I guess I'll just... Kind of sit around, make sure nothing yeah. bad happens. Yeah, the protest is going well. You know, people are watching, but nevertheless, it's going as well as any protest does. You know, people or the mer folk are holding up their signs, waving them up about, and you know, shouting all kinds of phrases and slogans and things like that related to the fact that they don't want any more pollution. There... Pollution is bad. We hate it. Yes. Stop polluting! We human. fucking know, you goddamn nonsense! Shut up! <laughs> ah, I see you agree with us! <laughs> Even uh, your most ill-informed citizens know that pollution is bad! Uh, uh, is there anyone, I, I, is there anyone from the company there? Um, <laughs> they do have a couple of people from the company trying to calm the merfolk down, but now the merfolk are throwing garbage at them, literally. Like, uh, discarded cans and stuff like that. Um, here! Take back your fill, human! Th all of this is thi are things we found in our home! It is only right that we return it to you! Me's got a point. <laughs> They're also throwing, like, things like single boots, used underwear, condoms. That giant fat burger uh, that consists of, like, discarded grease and, like, wet naps that Clogs up sewer pipes occasionally. Uh, you know, bent bicycles, coat hangers. Mm. As long as no one's actually assaulting anyone or committing any actual crimes, I'm gonna watch because I fuck this corporation. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I don't care. I don't give a fuck about them. Mm. <laughs> I'm with the. I'm actually with the. I'm Just with eat the mer shit. <laughs> like, Quincy's got a sign. I'm not gonna. I'm not a corporate stooge. I'm not gonna get paid to protect some people who are like literal. We're destroying the environment. Yeah. So eventually, one of the executives, uh, there's a splat as something brown hits him in the face. You're not sure what it is exactly, but he quickly, uh, he walks off at a very brisk pace, wiping at his face as the other lackeys follow behind him. I'm eating anime popcorn bag that I brought. Sure <laughs> brought them from. Yeah. Uh, you hear the merfolk cheer at, and jeer them as they leave. Mm. Okay. But yes, other than that, the protest goes about just surprisingly similarly to other human uh, protests and such. Uh, I, I I go out, I go, I leave for a bit and get like a flat of water and just like, <laughs> or yeah, yeah, flat of water bottles and I like put them down. Oh, they're uh, biodegradable. Okay. And I put them down in so, near near the merfolk and then I just open them and then okay. I like walk away. Okay. Yeah. Uh, use. Yeah, you walk away, then once you're distance away, you turn back and watch, and they're opening up the bottles, and they're drinking the stuff. Some of them are, they actually open up their mask to reveal their face, and they're pouring it over themselves before re-screwing uh, re the bottle and putting them on the sidewalk, or the, you know, the bank. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Alright, well, as long as nothing illegal happens, I'm just gonna chill. I'm sitting on the bench. Okay. Quincy may be a lot of things, but he is not a goddamn stooge. Yeah. <laughs> That'll work for the man. 
You're except, a cop. Except you I, do. Except I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, Wait. Hate to burst your bubble, bro. I'm, I'm having an existential crisis. <laughs> oh no! I am the man. Gotta work from inside. Okay. Systematic changes. So let's see. Maybe I can harass Blackmore. Is this all you do? <laughs> I bet you guys walk by me. I just wave <laughs> my hand. So as you, you walk the beat all day. So Quincy, you hear this I can from see nearby. why you have difficulty solving crimes. This isn't what we usually do. This is mostly the work of constables. As inspectors, oh, hey guys, there's Quincy sitting there eating popcorn. This is the work of constables. I just figured it's a good idea to acclimatize yourself to local landmarks so you can find your way around. You know, nothing like getting lost in London. It's bloody labyrinthine. Anyway, what the Perfect. fuck? <laughs> <laughs> if you were trying to get lost, like leading someone into what you would consider a, a man trap, <laughs> which street would you go down? Hypothetical man, hypothetical trap. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, I, I head over to Quincy. Oh, Quincy, what are you doing here? Um, I'm, uh, setting up a perimeter. No more pollution, human pigs! No more pollution, human pigs! You're keeping an eye on that, right? Yeah. Anything bad happen? Nope. Alright. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah, until, until people start throwing punches and hurting each other, I'm not... I'm going to say... They pay you for this, yes? I'm supervising. <laughs> I, see. I am on duty! Hmm. So, how's, um, how do you like the city? I assume you haven't been outside much of Midtown. Where are these criminals that I'm meant to apprehend? Well, <laughs> um, you know, uh, you, first you gotta find someone who's committing a crime and, uh, from there, you take them into custody, and then you uh, get what, what? Get what? What is what is our person's name? The the person who does the paperwork to do the paperwork. Mm. I suppose we haven't met them yet. Well, maybe they'll convince Irving to give it a shot. No, I believe he. Uh, Irvine is specifically involved with driving. No paperwork. Only drives. Yes. yes, he just drives. Um, <laughs> just drives. Yeah, I'm gonna say that as the two of you were walking through town, uh, you actually see Irvine. Um, listlessly okay. walking from place to place. He's, like, he's like walking with both of his hands <laughs> out, like as if he's holding a, actually, a ghost steering wheel. You know how in front of supermarkets they have sometimes have those little kid sort of rides, like the rocket ship <laughs> or the car. Well, you see a car that just sort of rocks in place when you put like a quarter in, and he's sitting in that, his knees hunched up to his chest. I'm uh, going to uh, roll empathy to mm. see how he's feeling. That is it. I think it's pretty clear. <laughs> it's a feeling, man. 18. Um, there is blood. The heart beats. But the soul is gone. Poor bastard. This one is a husk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's, he's been like that ever since the van got destroyed. No sport in hunting something who doesn't like to live. No, 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 no. What does he... Do. <laughs> he was the driver for the Mythos unit. Unfortunately, after an encounter with a giant skeleton, it uh, the van that we were using met an untimely end. He's uh, been like that ever since. We're still waiting on a replacement. I drive. Would anyone miss him? <laughs> I mean, we would. Why are you asking that? No particular. I drive. <laughs> I drive. Ugh. 
<laughs> um, I drove. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's him coming to the second stage of grief. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the final stage. That's acceptance. That is. It's gonna be so mad, bad when like Irvine finally overcomes his addiction to driving and like tries to do normal life things, and then we get a new van. He's like, just, just once. Is there, does Irvine look like Ryan Gosling? Um, I think we established that he's very gruff. Um, he yeah, he used to be like gruff Ryan Gosling. He, uh, Ryan Gosling with a beard. Yeah. Sure, why not? Perfect. Yeah. So I'll say, young man. Who's there? <laughs> I pull out my badge. <laughs> I show him my badge. How do you hold, how do you hold your badge? Is it like is it like you're dangling it between your two yes, fingers? Yeah, I hold it. I don't open it, but I just show it to him. Right, Franklin. There you are. <laughs> yes, yes, it's me. Oh, my oh, old friends. <laughs> it's been ages since we last met. It's Frank. been two days. <laughs> what day is it? It's Friday. Of what year? Are we in word modern year? Yes. The year. Yeah. The, the year. year. The year of modern time. <laughs> two two zero x x. Yes, we are in two zero x x. Twenty x x. Whoa. One of the myths we find is just Mega Man. <laughs> time holds little meaning. <clears throat> I'm sure they'll get you a replacement van soon. 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 He slips another quarter to the future. <laughs> <laughs> I like to imagine there's actually like a funny little kid's tune that's playing. And of course, it's like. This is one of your comrades, and you leave him in this state, I say, for shame. What exactly? Well, it's not like we can just give him another. Well, we're trying to get another van that should snap him out of it. For the meantime, he's on, I believe, some sort of form of administrative leave. Took it himself. <clears throat> Alright, um, as you all are talking about this and discussing matters, Chip, are you, what are you going to be doing with your shift? Uh, I'm going to take Waffles out for a walk around London. Okay. Uh, so specifically, uh, remembering that Waffles was kind of freaking out when the blackout happened, just yes. kind of barking out into the darkness. Yes. I'm going to walk Waffles around the city and see if Waffles reacts to anything in particular. Just sure. clarify... Waffles is the... Coma Eve. Yeah. yeah. The good dog. The, the, the good boy. Yes. Yes. I'm going to walk that good, good boy. Okay. That, that so goodest boy. Waffles ah. is stationed at the front of Scotland Yard, uh, as unmoving as the statues around which many of, you know, his kind are carved. But nevertheless, he uh, his head snaps towards you as you approach him. Mm-hmm. Waffles, we're going to go for a walk. <laughs> uh, with a deep, bassy... Uh, is he huge? Well, is he a big dog? He's pretty damn big. Oh, I thought he was like a tiny dog. Um, no. I was he's... expecting like a yip. No, he's a woofer. Um, he's... Big woofer. He's an ace-sized dog. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, where's Ace? Ace is no longer the favorite. Well, no. He's in the doghouse. Oh, man. Wow. Uh, he, you're gonna come home, Chip, and Ace is gonna smell waffles oh. on you, and he's Ace. gonna be so mad. Ace. Yeah, the, the chair turns around and Ace is sitting there with his little palace <laughs> Hmm. Um, Ace isn't a police dog, so he's at Chip's apartment. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Waffles uh, cranes his head to the left to expose his collar and the place where you can put a leash. Yep. So, okay. What a good dog. Yeah. All right. So, and yeah, he obediently trots out the door with you close behind him. And so you're going to take him on a walk around London then. Yep. 
Okay, there are many, many people that come up and, like, you know, ask what his name is, like, you know, if he's a police dog and stuff like that. Like, not many people have seen Koma Inus in London, so there are a lot of photos being taken. Yeah, um, he does have, like, a, like, an official police, like, Mm. harness. Cool, okay, yes. Because you, like, to, to identify him as a police dog. Right, okay. But, yes, he is a very obedient boy. One of the most obedient dogs that you have ever walked, if not the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yes, overall, uh, yeah, all of your shifts go by without incident, and soon enough, you are all finished up for the day. So, Waffles didn't react to anything out of the city? Um, not necessarily, no. Um, he, you know, he would sniff the ground occasionally, then... You know, uh, sometimes his trail would lead him to some interesting smells, but aside from that, yeah, he didn't really seem to react to anything that would be considered evil or bad or anything like that. What if I walk him by the hospital? By the hospital? Um... He's just gonna smell sad. Uh, like the one that, uh... Foster. That okay. Foster's in. Yeah, uh, he sniffs around the area, um, but... Yeah, then he sort of pricks his ears up a bit, and he starts pulling at the leash. Um, and he leads you over to the back of what appears to be an ambulance. Okay. And inside, you can see an open sort of cooler. Whoa. Um, and inside, you see a lot of preserved blood packs and stuff. But, yeah, he's barking at them. Yeah, um, I assume that there's gonna, there's some sort of hospital staff around? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I'll just pull out my badge and say... So- Oh, hello. Uh, Scotland Yard Mythos Unit, I just need to inspect these blood packs. Uh, sure. Go ahead, officer. And he takes a look and... Oh, Sergeant, somebody... Then he... Yeah, he takes a look and... Oh, this is the fifth time this month! Ugh. And he just... Yeah. Officer, I'm hoping I can speak to you about this. We've been having blood packs going missing. Ooh. Ah. Hmm. These dang hobo vampires coming by and stealing our blood packs. Alright. Look, um, it happens every so often, but as you can see, um, we'll come out, we'll find one of these open, and there'll be one, maybe two blood packs missing off the top. Alright. Um, Implying vampires aren't just running the Red Cross. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a little early for that. They did just come back last year. That's ah, true. It takes time to work their way up the ranks. Uh, three years ago. But three, yeah, it yeah. does take time. <laughs> You'd think one of them would just be, like, really a go-getter. <laughs> Look, well, I, you know, I have 300 years of experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've... The Red Cross is also full of crosses, though. Ah, true. But not Christian crosses. Yeah. yeah Unless the vampires are terrified of the Swiss. Which <laughs> they might be if we're Van no, Helsing Ah, everything's so expensive. Your All mountains right. are terrifying. Uh, can I roll something sure. to investigate blood packs? Sure, go right ahead. Alright, now I need to pull up my character sheet. I was totally thinking, like, you just go, I'm oh, sorry, we identified that this blood is evil, I have to confiscate it. <laughs> ah, devil's blood. You see, you can tell because it's making an angry face. <laughs> that one's screaming. <laughs> Alright. What skills do I actually have? Um, I would say either scrutiny or investigate would work in this situation. Knowledge forensics? Sure, go ahead. Um, 13? Okay, um, yeah, you see a thumbprint on the top of the 
um, the cooler, like the lid. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take that print. Okay, awesome. You now have a thumbprint. Alright. I'm gonna walk Waffles just kind of generally around the hmm. around the area, see if he picks up anything else. Uh, yeah, it seems as though he's not picking up anything else. He sniffs around the area, but yeah, overall, um, he doesn't really seem to pick up on anything else. The trail just leads him back to the blood cooler. Okay. Alright. Um, uh, I'm going to need you to uh, to come down to the station at some point. I'm talking to the attendant. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, fill out an official report. Uh, oh, absolutely. We actually have contacted the officers about this previously after the first incident, but they said that they'd look into it, but they haven't gotten back to us yet. Alright. Uh, sounds like a paperwork failure. I know uh, that there were a number of cases that didn't quite get moved over correctly. Um, right, if you can just give me a date and time and I'll see if I can look up the original uh, report. Okay, uh, yeah, he gives you the the original report, which was about a month ago. Alright. Alright, but yeah, anyhow. Uh, if... I stopped by the supermarket, I picked sure. up garlic. Okay. <laughs> cool, That that's a good investment to make. So, with that done, um, you guys are all finished up your shifts and stuff. So, is there anything you guys would like to do after work? All right. Um, well, I, I assume we all just come back and we do sort of like a debriefing of the day. Yeah. All right. Felestra's more or less been acquainted with uh, the local neighborhood, so getting around shouldn't be too much of a problem. What did Quincy, you got something. How was that protest you were at? It was good. Uh, got to see a guy get hit in the face with a bunch of condensed... Uh, fat from a grease trap. I think that's technically assault. No, he didn't move. <laughs> okay, make sure you. Put... There were also a lot of them. I couldn't see which one did it. But we arrest like thirty fish people because one person might have accidentally thrown something. Seems like bad policing to me. <sighs> also, like a lot of paperwork. <laughs> I move. All, I move all my paperwork and put my lunch down. <laughs> At this point, Hightower comes up and... Ah, uh, there you all are. I would like to introduce you to... And he leads over a young woman. This is uh, Jennifer Barrow. She's going to be your, well, paperwork consultant, as it were. Or, essentially, she'll be in charge of taking care of a lot of this. Hmm. The woman seems young, maybe in her early 20s and stuff. And... <laughs> For a second, I thought Hightower was I'm like, that's a weird way to talk about someone. <laughs> the so... woman is young and in her late 20s. <laughs> We're um, paying her minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs> the woman. <laughs> she's not getting benefits. She's yeah. not part of the police. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's got a she's got a big bushel of curly red hair on her head, uh, and as well as vi- a large smattering of freckles. And as she grins and waves at all of you, you can see braces on her teeth. I wave back to. Hello. Um. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to be working with you all. If you, there's anything you need, just let me know. Miss Barbara, pleasure. Uh, I thought they had outlawed child labor in your country. I'm not a child. I'm 21. The camera pans back to me. I'm holding all my paperwork. (laughs) Pleasure to meet you. Here you go. Oh, uh, boom. And so, yeah, she just sags a bit under the stack of paperwork that you hand her. Right, well... uh, You'll do great. You seem like a wonderful person. Thank you, thank you. I suppose I'll get started then. Right, uh, while you're at that, I need you to look up a case filed and... Uh-huh. So we'll get date and time. He <laughs> just put on top of the file. Well, no, he, uh, he doesn't have. There, there was no paperwork. Mm. Apparently, it was a myth case that wasn't 
files correctly, never crossed our desks. Oh, oh, uh, okay. Apparently okay. somebody's stealing blood packs. Oh. Blood packs? Yes. To I, put I, a, I, a handful of garlic on, the, on his desk. Oh. Blood packs. Oh, is it the chupacabra? Um, I think that our goat supplier would have noticed before we did. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is the name of this goat supplier? <laughs> uh, I actually don't know. Mm, goats are us. I believe that you're referring to Mr. O'Malley. Uh, Seamus O'Malley. <laughs> oh, skippity dee, me goats are getting fed to creatures. Oh, what a terrible sight. I can't tell you, I've got too many alcohols I'm drinking simultaneously. <laughs> oh, they're always after me lucky goats. <laughs> oh no, I've got them all over my green trousers I wear all day. <laughs> We apologize to Ireland. No, we're making fun of you for naming a guy Shaver so badly. I had the... His name is Bob Johnson. He's an Irish. I'm sorry that I can't improvise a better name when you're talking about somebody who sells goats. Chris, Chris, if you want a name for a person that does sort of blue-collar work in London, it is statistically more likely that they have a Polish name. Actually? Yes. Poles working in London doing, like, blue-collar labor uh, is a very common thing. I don't think Chris knows any Polish James people. Kowalski. Boom. <sighs> so, okay. You can always use name generators. He's so Polish-Irish. <laughs> so Seamus O'Malley is the goat salesman. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> the, the, I, the bad Irish stereotype jokes will not stop. <laughs> you can just say that he's American. <laughs> He's actually from Texas. <laughs> Howdy, y'all! It's I me, Seamus! I believe that if you were to speak with him regarding the goats, uh, he actually is outside. He's just brought in a, well, a shipment of them. They're being kept in a pen in the interior of the building. We have a goat pen? Uh, well... I mean, we get one we get have to give Grinner, like, a goat a day, don't we? Yeah, no, like... And several like of the other bits as well. Why do we keep them alive? Why don't we get dead ones? Do they have to eat a live goat? Uh, it is the condition of... This, well, there are some that will only accept any finger quotes of this. Sacrifices. Have you ever eaten a dead goat? Yeah. Yes. There's a relatively lovely Turkish restaurant down the street. It serves goat shanks. It's delicious. Have you ever eaten a live goat? Couldn't catch one. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. I've never tried. You should. <laughs> <laughs> Quincy begins looking at the goat and quite thinking. <laughs> Seems like a lot of work, though. Also, I think there's some matter of parasites that might be a problem for our digestive tract. Is that how you eat goat? Palestra? Why don't you come and visit me tomorrow at 9 a.m.? <laughs> Yoik. Bring a goat. <laughs> Well, nevertheless, if you all wish to talk about goat particulars, <laughs> I believe that Mr. O'Malley will be more qualified to answer your question. What were we even talking about? This police force is very inefficient. I have been taken about your city by this Blackmore fellow. He's standing right here. I know. Yes. Well, it what... not very enlightening. Well, what do you expect? To have some man in a domino mask, striped sweater, having a... Throwing a bag of money over his shoulder, cackling evilly as he says, Aha, I just stole enough money from the bank. <laughs> I did not expect to witness several of your agents sitting around 
eating food, riding children's entertainments. Children's entertainment. Irving. Oh, that poor man. Mm. And there's like a moment of solace. <laughs> we, we all heal in our own ways. Look, Irvine will be back on the force when he's feeling better. At the moment, we're just giving him time while we outfit a new van. But, nevertheless, although you might understand that, or although you might believe that our officers might be incapable of work, I assure you that these are all very fine agents, and not there isn't always something going on here in London. If anything, we're looking for peace and quiet as opposed to disruptions and chaos. But if you really feel, about, if you really feel like uh, we aren't getting anything done, maybe you could go catch whoever's stealing those blood packs. Show us how well you can work. Take me to these blood packs. I'll need to investigate the scene. I believe that is what you do here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, Chip uh, put the print in to get run. I don't know if that... Okay. I I, I didn't know if I needed to specifically say that, but he, he does not just keep this, this fair print and be like, I shall find you. <laughs> you know, he, he, he'll, he'll send that over to forensics. Um, sure. Yeah, so Chip will, like, go to write down the address. Instead, go over to, like, a map, like, circle the hospital here. Mm. Very well. I will investigate. Mm-hmm. You do that. All right. So uh, now it's all of your time off, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And so, what are you? What are each of you going to be doing with your evening? Uh, I'm hanging out with um, probably the kid, John. Okay, John Candon. Yes, that's it. The weird child. Mm-hmm. I'm like trying to be like a cool, supportive, like foster parent to this <laughs> kid, but also occasionally I'll I'll like. Check to see if he's do if he can do weird stuff too. <laughs> okay. Um Join me if I hit explore. So like I'll like I'll like drop something a little too far away from the region and be like, Oh, could you get that for me? And when he can't and if he reaches yeah. out and can't get it, I'll just be like I'll just be like, Oh, no, you don't have to worry about it. He's he's working on a paint by numbers right now. Cool, cool. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, he yeah, so you drop Oh, one second, Quincy, let me get that for you. Here you go. You just you just grabbed it? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Go back to eating my soup. All right, I'm just watching him. Okay, trying anybody to, else trying to be nice? I'm, I'm, I'm listening to music. Anybody I'm... else doing it? Mm. I'm going uh... to investigate the hospital. All right. So, um, oh, but... we can hear what everyone else is doing. Yeah. Sorry. One thing before you go. So, uh, Blackmore did teach you how to use like the radios and stuff like that. Just so it's like, hey, if you need assistance or backup or any reason, you know. Speaking to this, chances are someone on the other end will be able to help you. There's a system of police codes to use, but we'll work on getting you acquainted with them. Hmm. I don't think I'll take the radio. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, you find yourself in the back parking lot of an of a hospital where dead and dying humans are kept mm, in a perfect. lot of a lot of the time. They they can run away. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's uh, no fun in the hunt. Okay, so I'm gonna uh, look around. Uh, I'm gonna use mm, I'll use Eerie first. Okay. I, now ahead. I know that's what that. Okay. By this point, it's late in the evening. By this point, the sun's gone down, and you know some of the stars are coming out. Seventeen. Okay. Um, seventeen. Yeah, you don't really sense anything in the nearby vicinity, like 
Um, you extend your mid senses as far as you can, but you sense no sign of any spells being cast or any sort of paranatural creatures in your immediate vicinity. Hmm. Um, Alright, uh, let's see. If I want to, I guess Chip didn't tell me anything specific. He just said, missing blood from the hospital. Yes. So I don't actually know anything about the situation. Um... I to be fair, like he was very unhelpful. Yeah. No, I know, I know. To be fair, you were being kind of rude. No, I know, that's fine. Being a little saucy. That's fine. Everyone's um, being a dick. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm going to go to inside the hospital. Okay. And to the front desk. So. Okay, there is a man there who is uh, working very dil- uh, diligently. And uh, hello, can I help you, Miss? I will produce my badge. Ah, from Scotland Yard then. How can I help? Is it upside down? No. <laughs> I've heard that you have missing blood. Um, yes. I believe that that's a concern of ours that's been going on for about a month now. Um, I personally am not... Uh, if you would like to speak to my supervisor, then they might be able to give you more information. Bring them here. All right. Bring me your supervisor. <laughs> so, the greater of the visors. <laughs> Bring me your... Most powerful wiser! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Johnson to the lobby. Johnson to the lobby, thank you. And so a few minutes later, uh, an older man has come downstairs. Yes, hello. Now you're hoping to ask about the blood. Going on for a little over a month now. Um, the first disappearance occurred maybe 30, yes, 32 days ago. And about every week or so, um, another blood pack has gone missing, I'd say. Or two of them at a time, usually. What time and place are they missing from? Uh, usually it's from, it's from the transport vehicles, uh, the ambulances that we use to transport the blood, but usually it occurs whenever they arrive in Scott, uh, whenever they arrive in the back parking lot. We've tried to keep an eye on them, but every so often, well, does the blood go missing en route, or once it arrives at the hospital? Uh, once it arrives, but also at uh, one of the facilities where, um, well, there are a few facilities where we have people donate blood, and sometimes it can go missing from there as well. Hmm. And when was the last time it was missing? Earlier today. Ah, uh, so it will not be for another week until... I'm... What am, if this is a pattern, then I imagine this is the case, yes. I see. I will return in a week. <laughs> I see. Uh, good evening, miss. Good evening. Hmm. All right. Now, where are your most immobile patients? <laughs> Bring me your weakest visor now. Yes. The one I may pray upon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah, so as you go out, you see a number of med students. Or they... <laughs> the weakest. Yes. <laughs> they look... Drain of energy and spirit. Of blood? Um, no, they they seem to have their blood, but they look very sleepy and exhausted. Uh, I mean, anemic. I was about to say, yeah, they're probably all gamey. Yeah, gamey. Probably suffering from some form of either hyper or hypotension. Yeah. And bad meat, bad. Franklin, what are you doing? <sighs> well, today's been long. Um, yeah, he probably just goes pretty much straight home. Like, yep. you know. Straight and, to the bottle. Nah, nah, That's nah. what I was thinking. No, but, you know, it, it's been a long day, and he hasn't really walked the beat in a long time. So he's more just exhausted than anything else. So he kind of just 
gets home and like immediately falls asleep. Okay. Um, as you're heading up the steps to your front door, you actually see that there is a small bag on your doorstep. It seems to be made of almost like a like a rough material, almost like burlap or something. Okay. I cautiously approach the bag. There is a letter attached to it. Um, sealed with wax. Any name associated with it? Uh, you recognize it as the seal of the grove. Ah. The letter that was... Yeah. Alright, well I take the burlap sack and the sack inside. Yeah. I will get out, like, I'll carefully crack the seal, and I'll open up the letter and see what it says. Inspector Franklin Blackwell. I do understand that this coming alliance will prove very fruitful to both the Mythos unit and the Grove. With luck, we will be able to find and apprehend those who have taken important people from us. And in regards to the pain that you are currently suffering, I have assembled a number of items which I believe may help. By using these, you may be able to conduct a seance to some of the spirits. <laughs> Good for your PTSD, man. With these, you will be able to summon the spirits which has been gift granting you your abilities, Some perhaps. I'm sorry, peyote. <laughs> you will be able to speak to them and resolve any issues that they may have so that you may better use their abilities to find their murderer. Okay. So I... With luck, Iris. All right, so I, I put the letter down. Mm. And so what's in the sack? A number of herbs. Um, essentially, it seems as though they are things like... They resemble things like sage, thistle, um, as well as a paste, um, a whole bunch of candles as well. Um, but yes, it seems to be items for a rudimentary seance. Hmm. Uh, there are any directions on how to assemble these things? Yes, there is a piece of parchment with a list of instructions. Alright, so Blackmore kind of thinks on it for a bit. Okay. But he's too tired. Like he, he kind of like rationalizes it away as like, ah, I, I don't want to deal with this crap right now. Yep. But it's, it's mostly just him trying to not actually confront the problem. All right. So he, yeah, he like he puts the burlap sack and he just sort of leaves it on his desk. He's like, I'm a ghost. Why do I need to have a seance? <laughs> what? Yeah, it's like it's it's basically him rationalizing. It's like, oh, I'm tired. I don't want to do it. But in reality, he's like. This is gonna be full. Like this is gonna fuck me up, and I don't want to deal with that right now. Okay. So he basically puts it on like the side of the bed and like basically goes to sleep. But it weighs heavily on his mind. All right. And Chip, what are you doing tonight? Um. Um. Uh, Chip is going to go research vampires. Okay. So you head home, and Ace, of course, is very happy to see you. Mm-hmm. Tail wagging. And after attending to him, making sure that he has a walk and getting him his dinner and stuff, you sit down at your computer and you begin to research vampires. Um, do you have the research skill? I don't think I do. Well, roll me just a basic 2d10 and add your intelligence modifier. How smart you is. Not very. Uh, but I apparently can roll pretty well. 17. Damn, okay. You watch all of, like, vampire movies. Alright, so... Just look it up on YouTube. As far as you know... I mean, future tube or whatever. Well, vampires are very close to a lot of the myths that humans have, you know, portrayed them as as in books and literature up until the present day. Um, There are records of 
Uh, they highly dislike sunlight, it being a very strong irritant, and can kill them if they are exposed to it for a certain amount of time. But they can tolerate short bursts of sunlight. In addition, they are usually formed when a vampire drinks all of a human's blood, and then at the moment of death, force feeds them some of its own blood. As a result, the person is then turned into a vampire, one of the few incidences that a human can be transmogrified into a myth. In addition, they lose many of their inhibitions and act on some of their baser instincts as well as things that they wanted to do in life but never had the courage to or, you know, had the rationalizations to try and avoid and things like that. So basically, um, they so basically become... they become sociopaths. A little bit, yes. Well, you interpret it as sociopaths. Yeah, they lose all inhibitions. Yes. And yeah, then they become sociopaths. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And so what I'm hearing is kill without reproach. <laughs> Weaknesses. Cocking shot. Cleaning, cleaning guns as he's reading. <laughs> yeah. They need to have blood about once a week or so. Uh, less frequently than you might expect, but interestingly enough, they also need normal human food. Okay. And uh, they are... Garlic isn't deadly against them, but it does interfere with... Well, they are kind of allergic to it. And in addition, they also highly any sort of paraphernalia associated with the afterlife that they strongly believe in, which was discovered immediately after vampires came back into this world, crosses didn't work on some of them, but other holy symbols did. And after, Wait, is it based on the belief of the person using it, or the, or the belief of the vampire? The belief of the vampire. So in one case... What about uh, an atheist vampire? Nihil- uh, nihilism vampires are the strongest of them. Well, no, you see, the nihilism vampires just accept that life is meaningless and don't do a damn thing. <laughs> well, actually, nihilism vampires... I can't believe I'm saying the word nihilism vampires. But, <laughs> um, they don't seem to have any known, uh, you know, weakness to religious items. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, there's also, of course, uh, running water, and they can't be seen in mirrors. Mm. So, uh, running water... Specifically, how does that... Um, they, can, they can be ferried across running water, but they cannot step in running water. So but, what if you pee in front of them? Um, That'd be a large body. Of, uh, large, a, a large body. It basically works as like... Um, it's Basically, it like eats away at them. Streams or larger, basically. Yeah, like gotcha. a very thin... Sp- it has to be motivated by the earth, right? It can't just be like yes. a man-made... It, yes, house. exactly. It, Basically, a body of water created by the Earth. My so, God! So the aqueducts were a Roman vampire plot. Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay, so we can't, you know, create a running water moat or anything to Not keep really. them out. Sorry. Okay, so what if, if you there's water, a natural spring and we break a hole in the wall and it just runs down? Is that that would, that would count. What if we create a moat and then MC Escher style make it so that it's constantly going downhill? Mm. I mean, if you can figure out the physics behind that, go ahead. I don't need to. I don't need to do shit. It's magic. <laughs> you could just get Jack to do it. <laughs> hey guys, can we cut this out for today? I'm getting really tired. I'm, I'm sounding more and more Australian. Crikey, these vampires are big, ain't they? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next question: What would happen if I just hit one of the fire hoses? Um. Probably do with a fire hose. Yes. The same thing that happens to regular people when you hit them with a fire hose. Exactly. I'll put it on the list. (laughs) Fire hose. As for abilities, they are superhumanly fast and strong, and uh, they they can't turn into bats, but they can glide. 
along vertical surfaces. No, I'm just imagining like a vampire jumping off a building and like flapping his arms really fast, like ah! yeah, it's gotta be like a, a smoke field or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the prototype two method of gliding. Yeah. Eject biomass. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they fart. Uh-uh. But yes, and <laughs> finally break, you yeah. d- learn one other thing: vampires are considered to be class four myths. Very powerful. Yes. Oh, so by by strong you meant like really strong. Yes. Okay. Superhumanly fast, as in you blink and they're in front of you. Mm-hmm. Ah, they're cool, an anime cool, characters. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, Nothing right. personal. Keep the blood. <laughs> all right. I, I write down all of this and then like put it on my board of things to send to the dwarves. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the evening is going on. All of you are doing your various things, and suddenly the lights go. God damn Where? it. No, Where? No. Where do the lights go out? Everywhere. Oh, again? How does it keep doing this? I don't know this because I'm in the Well, basement. you're in the, the home of the kid now, so if he's doing no. weird shit... Uh, the... I held the child so and they start glowing. John looks up. <laughs> Quincy, what's going on? Uh, nothing. I, it just seems the power might be up. You know what? It might be uh, time for early bed. Oh, you think so? I, I do think so. You no. seem... You know what? You, uh, you've you been coloring that, that one uh, blue. Every single one blue, you know? Oh, dear. I hope not. Well, yes. all, all right. I'll... Oh, well, that is the ocean. I'll, I'll go upstairs. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. It's the ocean and the sky. I see now. Yeah. Uh, right. uh, who made this? This is really bad. <laughs> so, John is heading upstairs, and... No, no, I'm going with him. Okay, okay. So, um, you take him upstairs. Oh, well, all right. We're going to leave the kid alone when it's dark, and there's okay. a myth murderer. So, um, all of you roll perception checks. Okay, question. <laughs> In the... The bowels of Scotland Yard. Yes. Do I re- notice that there's anything wrong? If there are no lights to begin with. Um. So no. am I just Aren't, perceiving there would be light, Wouldn't there be lights on the what? way to her nest for people who are trying to come down there? I'm um, in there, so I can't see anything. It's you might hear people there. scurrying about upstairs, probably. Like, more activity than okay. usual. Yeah. So I'm just wondering, so would there be a reason for me to start sensing things? Or, like, or no? No. Okay. You're fine. 18. 20. Okay. Uh... Also, oh wait, no. Uh, With nine, a zero modifier. 18 as well. All three of you begin to hear off in the distance a sound like... Is that, is that nine? Oh, you, you have plus, oh, you have plus uh, Yeah, eight. plus nine. Oh, okay. All of you begin to hear a sound off in the distance, like a thin, high-pitched scream. Right. And then another one. And another one. Is it in the direction of the hospital? Um, no. You're not sure. <sighs> Damn it. Do I have a direction? Um... He, uh, for the hospital or for the screen? For the screen. Yes, and at, as you begin to get up from your chair, suddenly Ace uh, runs over to the door and begins clawing at it and barking like, Alright, yeah. Over and over again. Excellent. Ace, I, I put a leash on Ace, I open the door and we're going. Okay. Yeah. So, Alright. And so he, yeah, immediately bolts, and suddenly you're yanked forward, but nevertheless, you dig your heels in, and he is straining at the leash as he is barking rapidly with deafening blasts of sound. Yep, yep, I'm, I'm going as fast as I can. Okay. Okay, uh, Blackmore takes off like a shot, I'm just going to invest ten points in my insubstantiability power, okay. and I'm doing the... Quickest point, like quickest way between two points. Okay. Running through Fer- everything. Ferris Bueller style, running through buildings. Yes. Okay, as you're looking around, the streets are pitch black. People are walking around wondering what's going on, but several of them are looking in the directions of the screens, and 
Yeah, as for you, Quincy, what are you going to be doing? I'm watching. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to make sure that nothing happens to him. Okay, and so, so uh, he sits, or he's heading over to his bed in his pajamas now, and then he stops and, Quincy, do you hear that? Hmm? Oh, I think that was my music downstairs. No, so, somebody's screaming. And he goes over to the window and opens it. Dude, don't you hear that? I, 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 walk, I walk up to the, to the window and I, I hold, pat him on the shoulder and I close the window. Huh? Look, John, I need to be here for you and the... I'm a police officer, you know, but right now my priority is to make sure that you're okay. So let's, uh... I'm sure it's fine. It might just be... You, know, you so. hear the sound of shattering glass from outside of your apartment. Uh, and uh, then a high pi- another high-pitched scream and barking. Wait, like from right outside my apartment? Like, like maybe a door or two down. Okay, I pick up John. Into the bed! No, I'm, I put him in the... Uh, I'm going to put him in the bathroom. And I hand him... A Nothing step. bad happens. I'm going to put him in the bathroom because I know it's the most defensive. It's the center of the apartment, the most defensible area, only one entrance. Okay. Um, I'm going to get hand him the cell phone. Cell phones don't work right now, I think. Yeah. You try turning it on, but nothing yeah. happens. Yeah. No, well, I mean, it turns on, but it's just... Wait, no. Remember, all electronics... Yeah, it's a, That's it's why a... we couldn't use flashlights. Oh. Yeah, it's a pure blackout. Okay, I will hand him the phone and say, when this starts working, or if it... And it will... And you feel like you're scared. Feel free to phone nine one one. Feel free, but don't expect anyone to be there. Phone nine one one if you get scared, and I'll. But I'll be outside, so okay. don't worry. All right. All right. Be careful. And don't open the door unless it's me. Don't open the door unless it's you. And the and it's going to be our secret word. I know. The what, secret password. What's what's the secret password? He he knows what it is. Okay, you say the secret. Yeah, I I know the secret <laughs> password. Okay. Brandleberries. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a real word. So British. <laughs> hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com.